Coming to you from the great state of Wisconsin, this is a CS27 Studios production. You're listening to the Binary Brothers Podcast featuring Ryan and Clay. It's time now to open your ears and prepare your mind because life's too short to be constrained in black and white. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Ryan and Clay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Binary Brothers Podcast. My name is Clay, and co-hosting with me, as always, is Ryan. Hey, everybody. It's me, Ryan, here for this episode of the Binary Brothers Podcast. Sponsored by Life. 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 You get to live it. Right. And you have to. <laughs> I mean, technically, you don't. Well. But it's highly recommended. Yeah. It's yeah, for your health. Right. The best thing, live it out. Right. Um, except in certain scenarios. <laughs> but we don't condone that. We're not, yeah, no. No, no, no. Or maybe we do. But we don't. I don't know. Officially, unofficially. Yeah. Our lawyers say to shut up right now. So Yeah, our legal department, we're going to have to. Okay, we get it. We get it. We'll, we get it. We'll stop. So, yeah, we're here. Uh, it's... Is around that time of year for for this episode, I, I, I would assume. We mentioned it last time, so it's, yeah. this is going to be our best of. Best of. It's our 30th episode, and it's not only yeah. our best of year episode, but it's our best of decade episode. Yeah, we're going to take a shot at, uh, at the decade here. It's a twofer. <laughs> Aren't you lucky, <laughs> listener? Oh my god. Anyhow, oh. before we even get to it, though, we got to warm up. Yeah. So uh, let's warm it up. Do those arm circles, the hip yeah. flexor stretches. Yeah. Static stretching is really, really good for you before doing sports. Right. And also podcasting. <laughs> yes. So it's been about a month or so-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, since our last episode, what have you been listening to, Ryan? Oh, me. I have been listening to just a whole smattering of things. I don't think I've been really listening to any, anything in particular. Like, I'm looking at my recents right now, and it's not like there's much of anything new that I've been listening to too much. Other than I've been playing Heartless by the weekend. Just all the time but that's just because i love the weekend so when you when you said heartless my my mind instantly went back to college days who sang that song heartless oh i don't Uh, know (laughs) (laughs) clickety clack there goes the loud (laughs) keyboard oh man i don't know it wasn't ti was it I don't think no. so. Well, there's no Googling of Heartless right now without I don't know. Whatever. getting the weekend. So it's all right. We're past it. It's okay. Weekend is all that matters. But yeah, Heartless by the weekend. Been listening to that a lot since it came out. Um, but yeah, other than that, just a bunch of random stuff. I went on a Run the Jewels kick mm. again, which is great. Uh, always good stuff. They're coming out with a new album next year, so I'm excited for that. But... Uh, but yeah, just just basically everything. Recently, what about you? What have you What have you been listening to? What's What's been your rotation? Well, I mean, considering it's been the holiday season, 
and it get blasted everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been listening to not a whole lot of Christmas music, that's for sure. Right. No, I've been, um, for basically this entire month, I've been just listening to Star Wars music the entire time. Nice. It's been just like 30 days of straight Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I Honestly, I, I have no regrets. I'm pretty sure you said this exact last year. <laughs> I think so. I think so. It's worth it. Doesn't, it. it doesn't get old. But the Christmas music does. I'm not to be sure it does. Not to be a Grinch about it. But I mean I mean I have a I have a small little playlist of Christmas music that I'll turn on every once in a while that has, yeah. you know, songs that I actually like. Um there's a lot of like Trans Siberian Orchestra in there. Um, there's some, there's some Paul McCartney and John Lennon too. Mm. Um, there is also, you know, a Mariah Carey song, but, mm. uh, I, I'm going to admit it. I like it. I like that song. It's catchy. You have to, but here's the thing. Like I don't, I don't listen to Christmas music nonstop, so I don't really get sick of that song. I know a lot of people do right. because they're out shopping and that's the only thing that plays, but like, I don't really go out shopping either all that much. So no, I'm fine no, with no. it. I listen no, to my, it in moderation, and it works. Yeah, for me. that's that's the thing is I've the the month of December was a lot of Christmas music going on in our house, yeah. which is which is fine. I just I find other stuff to to drown it out with, because like you said, too much. And I'm not really in the mood for Christmas music except around Christmas Day, which really surprised my wife. <laughs> we were on our we were, we'd leave to go to our family Christmas and I turned on a Christmas playlist and she's like, What are you doing? <laughs> Who are I'm you? Like, I'm like playing Christmas music, it's Christmas. She's like, You don't like Christmas music. <laughs> now is the time. <laughs> I'm doing this for you. <laughs> There's no more appropriate time for Christmas music than now. That's true. Live in the now. Yeah. So with that said, we got a new decade upon us. There's got to be something that you're excited for looking towards, right? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We, uh, I'm looking forward to vacation that I'm going to take. Vacation, because it's not like you've been on vacation during the holidays at all. Well, uh, not not too much, really. I, oh, I, I guess used, that's true. I used all my PTO <laughs> earlier in the year, so I I've been like in at work, but there's it's been like dead. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I forgot weird. you you went in for a couple of days there. <laughs> yeah, like I was in yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, just looking for like a good. Like another solid, we always go on like one or one or two a year. So I'm just looking forward to the the next one we've got coming up. It'll uh, it'll hopefully be be a good time. It'll be nice to get to some warm weather and oh yeah, just hang out, just chill. Yeah, and listen gonna, to some Christmas music. Yeah, we're gonna chill. <laughs> we're gonna dump our dog off on on some family members, and then we're gonna leave. And then just just all Christmas music <laughs> down, down in the Caribbean. In fact, in fact, they're probably they're probably going to get mad at us for the amount of Christmas music <laughs> we're going to play. You might hey, you might run into Santa vacationing down there. I hear I, that's it's his time of year to do it. I mean, he works hard. 
He does. He's got to he's got to get down there. He's got to play hard. But he also has to relax. You know, Santa can't overdo it. And he's no. an ancient ancient man. Right. Right. Plus, you know, he has Mrs. Claus there too to keep him in check. Well, yeah, you can't you can't uh, go too hard. No. Here, because you know you don't want to. Don't want to upset Mrs. Claus. Yeah, she's she's the one who makes the whole thing run. Right. She's the brains behind the department. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's just the face of the operation. Right. <laughs> what about uh? What about you? Are you looking forward to anything here? Um. What am I looking forward to? I don't know. It's a new <laughs> new year, new decade. You know, new new me. Right. It's a new it's in fact a new decade for you, right? Yeah, I just turned 30 years old. So, that's fun. I'm looking forward to my body aching all the time. Yeah. It's just yeah. a it's just a flip of the switch. <laughs> Basically, it, it really happens. Um yeah, I don't I don't know. I I mean, I I have a new year's resolution that no. I made, although it's I've already started it. Um but it's not really I wouldn't call it like a resolution. I just I just want to read more. Yeah. So I've begun to do that, and I mean it's not like I don't read. I read stuff on the computer all the time, but right. like I want to get back into reading like novels and and stuff like that, and physical books, and so I have a I have a goal for reading that, and the goal like in terms of like I, I want to do like a chapter a day, but like that's not really all that important the the important goal is really just to be reading more so just to read again. yeah 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 man i realized like my nephew reads a lot and he's eight he reads just a whole a whole mess yeah and i just thought to myself like i remember when i used to read just all the time right and so yeah that's that's a thing that i i keep thinking i want to get in like back into yeah, I never finished like Ready Player One. Like, oh. I, I started reading it, and I got I think like seventy five percent of the way through the book. Yeah. So, just one of those things. I get distracted easily by other random. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough, but yeah, I try to I try to make some time. Like I said, it's just like a I try to do like a chapter a day, right? So. Yeah. You know, find a little bit of time. You're like, okay, I can I can read like ten pages or whatever it is. Right. So That's it doesn't it doesn't take too long. Yeah. Attainable, achievable yeah. goals. Yeah. And like I said, I I'm I'm a little like I already started. I started basically at the beginning of the month, and okay. and I would say I'm probably under my you know my goal of a chapter a day, um, but not by a lot. Um, but most days I've read. Um, but there's been days I've missed and, you know, it happens and especially during the holidays where things are kind of going on and doing other stuff and right. But, um, but yeah, for the most part, it's, it's working out and I'm kind of look. I'm just looking forward to uh, continuing it, I guess. Yeah. That's solid. That'll, that'll feel good. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna. I'm gonna do. I don't know what kind of goals I have for 2020 right now. Well, uh, I don't have much time to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have, I have like some things I want to do as well besides that, but I wouldn't consider them like New Year's resolutions. 
right. you know there's just there's just there're just things i i want to do like i actually want to i i'm actually in the process of writing like a a short film script oh, i'd like nice. to i'd like to do a like do a short film or something that's cool so so stuff like that um like there's things i want to do but i wouldn't call it yeah, I wouldn't call them a New Year's resolution right. or anything. Yeah, that's that's more of just like that's more just a general like goal to like do something, just a thing you're working towards. Resolutions are yeah, I think yeah. like yeah, resolutions are like oh, I'm gonna change this thing, like I'm gonna do I'm gonna do something differently. Yeah, new me. New year, new me. New year, new decade, new me. New Ford F two fifty. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and the only way you can achieve all these things is if you live. Yeah. Right? So get out there. Get out there. And And don't let your dreams be dreams. Right. Do that living thing. Yeah. Do that voodoo that you do Mm -hmm. so well. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it for the Binary Brothers in 2019. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for for listening, everyone. Uh, Gotcha. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> so, right. you, you want to get? Yeah, speaking of 2019, this? we should probably do the best of 2019, best of the year. Let's get into it. I'm all warmed up. All right. All right. So, what do you want to start with? What oh, topic? All right. I I'm going to start with one that's going to be set pretty easy for me, but maybe a little bit more difficult for you. Oh. TV show. Oh, ooh. Ooh. So, now, is this, uh, is this one that started this year or, or just, or just was on this year? Uh, I think just was on this year okay. in general. So it doesn't have, I mean, like... TV shows last a, a while, you know, many, right. many seasons. So it's tough to just say like, it only happened in this year. Yeah, um, like when I was coming up with my list, I've I've got a couple, I've got a couple that are, were new this year, but the yeah. rest are like all right. things that are just another season. Right, right, right. Okay, so yeah, I think um, I think you should probably go first. All right, this one TV show. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with just uh, the Good Place, season four. Mm. it's their uh it's their last season of the show they're halfway through it now they're doing kind of like a they're doing a longer season that's split into two halves and uh i'm liking i'm liking the way they're going with it so far so i thought it was really good i I don't know i'm excited i'm excited to see what they're what they have done i'm excited to see what they're they're going to do and then, you know, they're they're doing a great job, and they're they're wrapping everything up. So I'm always interested to see what people are going to do when they're wrapping a show up because right. I don't know it's it's a bit difficult sometimes. And I mean, I'm glad that at least with the Good Place, they're this is season four, so it's it's not like they overdid it or like I don't know. I think it gets it gets a little bit harder like when people and they, they have like a pretty big fan base, so. I don't know. It's not like they they could like stretch it out and do all sorts of things forever, but that's when shows end up right. getting stale and weird. 
Yeah, shows, I mean, shows have a pretty set limit of seasons when right. you look when you look across history right most most shows kind of end around like the seventh ish season right and there's reasons for it i think there's like contract reasons for like actors and actresses and all that um in terms of like pay structure and everything so they tend yeah. to wrap it up around that time um but even but even you know beyond that it's like you get you get more seasons after that, and it's kind of yeah, as you mentioned, it runs a bit stale. Right, kind of run out of ideas for episodes and stuff, and it's tough to keep it going. Yeah. So yeah, we uh, we really enjoyed Good Place season four, amongst others. But I'd say that was that was definitely at the top of my list. All right. That's cool. I would cool say thing, um, I'd say that's not at my list or top okay. of my list, um, but also mostly because I've never watched it, so <laughs> so I can't just name it, right? Um, I would say for me, TV show, and, and I haven't watched a whole lot of TV shows this year, and I mean I cannot I cannot name Game of Thrones because that was awful. Can't do it. I can't do it. Um, You're not allowed to. No. So, like, besides that, I haven't, you know, watched a whole lot of other TV shows. But I would say if I had to choose the best one for me of the year 2019, it's a pretty recent one. And it features a little green dude. Oh. Yeah. Is he he cute? Oh, yeah, he's so cute. (laughs) <laughs> so cute. Uh, the Mandalorian is probably my favorite one of the year. Yeah. I just, once again, you know, listen to Star Wars music for the entire month. And then, <laughs> and then the show comes out and I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a night, it's a nice kind of side story to that universe universe. Yeah. And it's like a sci-fi western. I mean, that's what kind of Star Wars is supposed to be, you know, sci- sci-fi fantasy kind of western type of universe and show and music, or not music, uh, well, music, I guess, too. But music music a little bit. De- definitely The Mandalorian has some of that style of music. Yeah. Um, but it's just, uh, I, I like that kind of genre. Um, like Firefly, Firefly fits that genre. Um, Star Wars fits that genre. It's just kind of like a, you know, just a futuristic Western, basically. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, man. Loved The Mandalorian. Yeah. So good. It was it was on my list there as a contender. I think the only reason it didn't, it didn't do it is because I have the other things on my list I had so much more, like, invested in. Sure. Like, yeah. The Mandalorian was fantastic. And they wrapped it up really well. And yeah. Dark, Dark Saber. Dark Saber. Oh, spoiler alert. It's pretty cool. But uh But yeah, Mandalorian. I actually got uh Catherine a uh, baby Yoda hoodie. Baby straight, Yoda straight from China cause <laughs> straight from China. Cause, <laughs> Cause there's no official stuff out. Yeah. Which is Donald Glover's fault. If you didn't know. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 
yeah talking to john favreau and he's like keep it people a don't get surprised by stuff keep it a secret yeah so yeah that's why we're getting spring drop of merch instead of along with the show but it, it would have I, I don't know it would have leaked out somehow people would have been less i've been i've been debating to like to buy a 3d printer and Ooh. just print myself a baby yoda I mean, if there's ever an excuse to buy a 3D printer, <laughs> I mean, I, think it's I mean, I'm, Yoda. I'm, I'm kind of looking at buying a 3D printer anyway, but well, just... my vote is yes. Well, right. <laughs> I mean, I've already convinced myself that I'm gonna do it. I just need to do it, and that usually is the hardest step for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably one of the first things I'd do would print myself out a baby Yoda. Mm. It'd be so cool. Oh yeah, such. Baby. I can make like a an army of baby Yodas. Oh, stop! Yeah. I can only handle so much cuteness. What if I could just leave them in random places? <laughs> Someone spreading baby Yodas all around the world. <laughs> yep, it's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's all. That would be awesome. There was at some point in my office building, there was like little farm animals, little farm animal figurines <laughs> that were being left around somewhere. And I don't, I don't understand who put them there or what was going on. I never figured it out. Just but trying to get rid of them, apparently. It's funny. They were just hanging out like in between like the chunks of the, like the wall. There's like different, it's out to different levels. So you could like rest things on there. Yeah. Little tiny, little tiny cow. Oh, look at that. Neat. Cow. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, moving on. Next, next topic. Yeah, your pick, your go. Let's do. Uh, let's let's kind of continue on with the uh, whole moving picture topics. Let's go to a movie. Okay. Movies. Favorite, best movie of the year. Uh, for me, I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of hard. I mean, it's really oh, hard. It's, I saw it's super hard. Like so many movies. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the opposite of me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've, I've saw I've saw so many movies, and it's a, a whole thing, and there's standouts. I don't know. I was. I want to say. I think, us. I was really, really excited by us. It's another Jordan Peele movie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I think Get Out got my vote last year. Yeah, I, if I and remember, then, you, yeah, you picked that. You know, us this year. I don't know. I just thought, again, it's hard. It's hard to do like, a good kind of like thriller semi horrorish movie so the, they really just stand out to me when they happen like when i actually do see them and they happen i really enjoy them because you know you get you get all your other stuff like i don't i forgot like we watched like happy death day to you and stuff like that like those are it's like slightly comedy horror or whatever else i don't know i just feel like they're if you do make a horror movie, it's it's difficult to pull it off in a way that that feels kind of fresh 
and I don't know us us did that for me so I would say that's that's my movie this year that I enjoyed the most no I might know yours but I'm gonna let you say it all right fair fair enough fair enough um yeah so trying to remember what I picked last year did I pick last year? We should keep notes. <laughs> I mean, technically, we do have a record of it. We do. It is. It is out there. We could go back and figure it out. Um, I think. Well, I think I know. I think I picked. Did I pick Solo last year? Did that come out last year? Uh, maybe. Twenty eighteen. So it, that's the it. Would have been. That's... It would have been early in twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's the other thing that's so their hard. Dumb, dumb release schedule. Um, but it, no, I, I'm for me this year. Yeah, I don't, I don't see a whole lot of movies. Um, I just don't make the time to do it. But I would say for me, I out of the couple movies that I saw, I would. I would pick Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, damn! You know what? I missed that. I didn't. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, it's. I mean, Quentin Tarantino. You can't really go wrong with it. It was. Um, yeah, it was. It was one that I had a whole lot of expectations for, because I just really loved the the trailer for it, and yeah, it it met them. Didn't disappoint. No, it did not. And I mean, star studded cast, right? Yeah. Damn, I gotta. I have to see that. I need to buy that. I know. I, I'm. I'm. I need to find it as well. I'm, I, I was kind of waiting for it to come like out on a streaming service again to watch it again yeah. because I think um, Tarantino said that much like he did with the Hateful Eight, he's gonna do like a director's cut of of it for a streaming service. So, oh, like, really? With the, with the extra or the extended cut, you know? Yeah. So, I, but I, I don't know when it would come out. And I don't know if I want to wait for that or if I'll just buy it or something. I don't know. But, but yeah, no, that, that's my pick this year. No, man, I got to get on that. I love Tarantino. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was, uh, we, we were going to go see it and... I think once we once we did decide to go see it, it was at like one theater. Mm. It was forever away. Yeah, and it wasn't like a good theater or anything. And I'm like, oh, just wait. Right. I guess. Right. Like at yeah. this point, it's not really worth doing the movie theater thing for it. Right. <clears throat> but yeah, no. But I mean, I enjoyed. There's other movies I enjoyed. Um, you know, the few other movies I saw. <laughs> um, Joker was really good. Oh, Joker was on my list. Yeah, um, they it broke a bunch of records too. Did it? Well, it was. Uh, I guess it was the most profitable. No, like uh, I can see that. Yeah, like superhero, just because of, like of all time, just because like the budget. Yeah, didn't yeah. really need a whole lot for it. Yeah, the budget wasn't a lot, so they with as much as they made, it was just super profitable. And then it was also like the first or fastest to a billion for an r-rated movie oh really yeah 
So that it's kind of neat. They did a good job. I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, impressive. And then obviously I enjoyed I enjoyed the Star Wars movie. Yeah, I had Endgame on my list too. <sighs> wrapping up, wrapping up a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that's that's my pick. That's your final answer. That's my final answer. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's move on into the musical realm of our best of 2019 here. And let's start with song. Song. Yeah, so 2019, what was what was your number one song? For me, I would have to go with a song from a band that hadn't put out music in a while. Mm. That would be Tool. First, uh, first music in 13 years came out this year, and... Uh, their song "Descending" would probably be my pick. It's it's thirteen and a half minutes of just fantasticness. <laughs> everything everything I would want from from them. Nice. Yeah, I listened. I listened through that that whole album, and I. Uh... I enjoyed it. Solid suggestion. I still need to get through. I made custom for the your your suggestions. Oh yeah, yeah. for like your beginners, intermediate, and advanced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got those. I should I should make those public. Tool tool for dummies, <laughs> right? <laughs> tool one hundred and one. <laughs> the definitive guide to listening to Tool. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's uh, my pick. What about yours? I uh, I mentioned it earlier. It's it's heartless by the weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that uh, it's just a good song. It's got a good a good uh, tempo, good flow. I like I like it. The the lyrical content is more, uh, you know, back. Not that he's like ever really changed what he's talked about much, but I don't know. I enjoy I enjoy a song like that out of him. Uh, and it's good to hear him back. I mean, it's been a couple, it's been a couple years, I think, since he had had anything out. Oh yeah, twenty twenty sixteen was his last like album. Album. He had an EP in twenty eighteen. Yeah, which was which was solid. But but yeah, it. Uh, I like Heartless. It was good. Good stuff. I ended up buying, uh, like collector's edition vinyl copy of it. And whatever else, so I dig it. Heartless, Heartless is good. It was good, and then they had come back and have like a Metro Boomin on production too. That's solid. I always like, I always like stuff produced by him. So it was just a good combination when the song came out, and I was like, yes, this is uh, this is my jam right now. I would come out earlier, but yeah, that's that's my. Uh, my favorite song of this year. Okay. So then album. Album. Uh, it has to go to. Let me make sure I didn't put anything else that I'm not. Nope. Definitely Igor. Definitely Igor by Tyler, the creator. Ah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was for me. That was just a really, really good album. Again, 
it hadn't been too long since he came out with something else, but 2017 was his last album. And then he came out with this and it's it was different. He wrote like a whole like Instagram post he posted like an Instagram like note thing, screenshots or whatever. Of like a note that he wrote and he's like, This is different. Just listen to it. Don't go into it and think anything about what it's gonna be and all this stuff and go into it. I just I like it. It's not it's not like a typical album for him. It's not a typical hip hop rap album, but it's just got so many different facets to it and the subtle features that are in there are good. This uh I actually found myself coming back to it again this week. So album really stuck stuck with me this year. That's definitely my my album of twenty nineteen. Yeah, that's usually a good mark of a of a good album. Keep coming back to it. Yeah. It is it has not left my recents since it since it came out. Yeah. That's a that's a big problem with um like the music industry. Is how like quickly things just kind of get tossed aside. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's amazing because like I was, we took an Uber downtown a weekend or so ago, and the guy was playing music like some some like hip hop playlist that he had, and I'm like, oh man, I have not heard a song. Realized they're on like my trending hip hop radio station or whatever, but stuff just goes away so quickly yeah that like i'm like oh man i this song was great and it was just some song that just came out earlier this year so yeah there's a there's a lot a lot that goes on so much stuff comes out it's hard to keep up it, it really is it really is but yeah when you get that that replayability that that album that you're going to come back to a bunch of times that's when you know you've got a winner. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's your what is your album of 2019? I mean, for me it's you know, first album in 13 years. Can't yep. knock pick it. It's a uh, tool and uh, fear inoculum. Yep. That's I mean I ha- I mean uh, waiting 13 years you get pretty high expectations right and it met him for me so <laughs> i can't i can't not pick it right so. that's always good like when when someone comes out with an album after that amount of time yeah such a long wait there there were so many years in there that i was like oh they're finally gonna release an album this year and then you know <laughs> wouldn't happen or whatever and they they were fighting some legal battles during that time and stuff and but finally came out and it was fantastic. I was so happy to get new music for them from them. That's good. It's good for the fans. Yeah. Yeah. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah. There's I mean there was a couple couple things like that this year that was kind of just like a Part, you know, there were part of me that didn't know if I'd ever, you know, get to see or get to experience it again. Like I didn't, I didn't know if I'd be able to experience new tool music again, but it happened this year. And quite frankly, I'm all right. If that's, you know, the last one from them forever. Yeah. If that's it, 
Like, I mean, they're getting, some of them are getting pretty old. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, they've been around for a long time. They've been around since, you know, the early, early 90s, putting out, putting out music. I mean, it's, there's a lot of bands like that. Um, but, but them, they are, they are one of those. And I think their drummer, I think their drummer's like 60 years old now. <laughs> it's, it's pretty nuts. Um, but yeah, like it, it's one thing to, to kind of, kind of expect, you know, not to hear them ever again or hear new stuff ever again, but it's one thing to be like anticipating something and never get it. Right. It's so, like if you never hear a word that they're they're like done done or there's rumors that they're gonna come out with something you you're always holding on to that like you want like yeah. oh it's it's finally going to happen yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and that it's kind of it's just kind of a nice like bookend right yeah so i mean if they do release new music awesome i'll be completely up for it but if right. they don't i'm i'm completely fine with that because <laughs> i'm 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 ready for it yeah, it sounds it sounds like they rounded it up if that's what they decide to do. Yeah. So it'd be good if if they want to. They could uh they could just go on living. Living just their lives. Do that living thing. Oh. Alright. So moment? Moment moment of the year let's uh let's go let's go with that moment of the year and it could be it could be just in general or like a, just for you personally mine is mine is kind of a mixture of both nice and it ties into kind of what i was just talking about about kind of finally getting to witness something again and for me, uh, I got to travel and go to see uh, Augusta National for the first time in my life, mm. in person. And for for those of you who aren't golf fans, uh, that is a bucket list type of thing. <laughs> it is <laughs> very difficult to uh, get to see that place. It's a very, very kind of private place, um, prestigious place. And and I was able to see it this year, and it was once again it, it met my expectations. I had looked forward to it for years and years to be able to do it. And not only that, but this year, the year I went, Tiger Woods won the Masters for the first mm -hmm. time since two thousand five. And for me where Tiger Woods was basically the reason I started playing golf as a kid. Right. In 2005, like, he was kind of, like, that was, he was in his prime or whatever. Or or kind of somewhere in his prime. Right. And then, basically, he had so many things that happened and, and struggles and troubles after that, that there was points that, Nobody thought he would ever win again. He was so dominant for so long. And then things just went super downhill for him. Personal life, but then also just physically. 
Yeah, he's had so many like back and knee surgeries. It right. was just kind of like it's, <laughs> and and the the game of golf has gotten so much better. There's just so much talent out there right now. Yeah, because of what he did, he basically inspired a generation. Right, you inspired, you push people, and so you end up creating this whole yeah. thing. So now that generation is they're professionals now and competing against him essentially. Yeah, and you're like he's never gonna win again. But this year he did it, and it <laughs> was just it was so it was just so cool to see. It was once again it was like. I didn't think at the time, 2005, that I would never see him win again. I wasn't ready for that. But now he's won again. It is, and I'm just like, I, I'm so happy I got to experience that again because it brought me back to, you know, when I was younger. And now, you know, if he never wins again, that's that's fine. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> it's selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Thinking about that, but like for me, it just it's uh it was such a cool moment. And the fact that he did it the year I went and saw that place and and knocked that off my bucket list was I I couldn't ask for anything better really. Yeah. So that that's my favorite personal and just general moment of the year. Nice. That uh, that's a nice combo. Yeah, combo. <laughs> yeah, uh, mine aren't mine aren't together. They're both sports related. Ooh, but, but mine aren't both personal and <clears throat> and general. But I think like the general one, I liked. I like seeing it, and I think it kind of it spark even more talk about the topic but like the women the u.s women's soccer team oh yeah that was really cool that was on my the list. world cup yeah right like super cool and they've they've been just kicking ass for years now yeah and you know they've they they win they're really good and they're like i love i love how cocky they are about it because they can be yeah the way they did it yeah just uh just really cool to see and then like it opening it opening the door to like talking more about like why the hell do they get paid what they get paid or right are they doing what they want to do with stuff and they're talking about making changes but they're not talking about making the right changes and all this stuff so i don't know i think it i think it's good just sports in general to like to have a women's team just wreck house yeah and show that I mean that's what we love in America, right? Right. We love we love two things in America and they're very <laughs> contradictory. We love absolute dynasties. Right. But we also love Cinderella stories. We love winners regardless. Unless they're for some reason unless they're like unless they're the Patriots. The Patriots, although I <laughs> I'm not one of those people that hate them. I know. But it's it's so funny to me. It's like <laughs> Americans love winners. But... <laughs> they hate the Patriots. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but but go on. I mean, Megan oh, Rapino, yeah. Megan Rapinoe's uh, celebration too was pretty badass. Oh yeah, I loved it. I wanted like I think um, somebody did that. I think in the NFL too after scoring a touchdown. 
Oh, did they? Yeah, I can't remember. I thought somebody did it. It was it was super cool. I I love that celebration. <laughs> it was, I I wanted to. I was hoping to see it happen in like the NHL, but it hasn't happened yet. But at the yeah. same time, like the NHL is full of a lot of like Canadians and Europeans, and not not necessarily like dominated by American players. So yeah, it uh, it was good. Good. That was that was fantastic. My other thing for the year mm-hmm. is my personal sports stuff. Ah. Winning. Uh, oh, hey, copper. Um, <laughs> copper. Get out of here. Uh, winning the league again. Oh uh, yeah. For for the Raiders. So that was that was good. We had a really good year. We went, I think, fourteen and one, and we made it to the semifinal for a national championship. So we won. We just won our league again, which is good. It it just feels really good because right. my first two years went really well. We won the league in a national and then the league again. So it was good to get back to like winning and it seems like people in the league don't like us, so it's always good. Uh, you're basically the Patriots. To, we're basically the Patriots. But you know what? America loves you. Because America they love, does love us. They love winners. <laughs> so yeah, that that was super cool to do it with, do it with my friends, you know, do it with the, the, you know, at least some of the guys that I started with still, I'm still playing. It's not like I'm, I'm not going to come back or anything, but it's always good. I had, I had a pretty, pretty fun year this year and it, it always feels good to, to accomplish, accomplish the goal. Not the, not the big goal, but to but get back to it's still a big goal, right? Yeah, it's still it's still big. It's it's great to to win the league. Just we got so close to to getting yeah. to the national. Yeah. So it's tough. <clears throat> I mean, stuff to do. But yeah, I'm not mad about it. I'm excited. It makes me excited to come back next year and see what we're gonna do. So that's, that's build on it. Yeah. Other than getting copper. Copper? <laughs> Who wants belly scratches? This guy does. Copper does. <laughs> oh, God. I so, wonder how big he's going to get. <laughs> is he supposed to get any bigger? I think so. Oh, man. He's already pretty big. I know he's already pretty big. I he, think he's, he's supposed to get bigger. He's huge. Uh, uh, all right. So yeah, that was pretty pretty quality twenty nineteen year. Yeah. But we, what uh, what about the decade? Ooh, it has been a decade. It has been. Oh, a I decade. mean, a lot of things have happened. <laughs> there has been a lot of things happen. It's tough to uh, come up with these winners for these topics because a decade is just so so long. And it's hard to like. I have a hard time remembering what movies, yeah, and albums came out this year. <laughs> right. <laughs> My memory evades me. Getting old. Getting old. All right. I we guess... met each other this decade. That's true. We did. That that I, you know I was gonna say that was my favorite moment, but yeah, you know, I I gotta pick something else now. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually. Did we? We no. no. No, I lied. Yeah, you lied. 
I'm a, You're fool. a liar. I That's why I didn't pick it. I don't know what a decade is. <laughs> <laughs> We've known each other for more than a decade, Ryan. Yes. I thought you were my friend. I'm so sorry. You don't even remember that. Oh, oh no. How dare you? <laughs> uh, I gotta show that reminds me. I gotta show you this thing. After. <laughs> so uh, I guess we probably go in the same same order, right? Yeah. Let's start off yeah, with let's, TV show. Let's yeah, let's do a TV show. What did I put for TV show? Well, what, what Breaking Bad, of course. I did Breaking Bad as a TV. I I think it it comes back to what we said about um, albums, kind of, where for me it's just got a replayability. Yeah, I there's a lot of shows that I can put on and rewatch over and over again, but this is a show that when I put it on, I find myself like actually watching it again yeah. instead of it just being on in the background. And again, they didn't they didn't go too long. The the arc is fantastic. They just I don't know, dude. Like I I just love the show. I think it's I think it's the best show that I've seen this decade. I don't think there's another show that has stuck with me the way that it has, one that I've enjoyed rewatching over and over again. Yeah. It's just solid. I think they did a great job front to back with the show. So that one, that one was easy. Like when I was looking, when I think of like TV shows, and I'm thinking about it. That one was an easy one for. Easy peasy. What about you? I gotta agree. Breaking Bad for me. Yes. It's my um, honestly, it's probably my favorite show of all time. Yeah. Um, just like you said, perfect length seven seasons that like perfect arc that's i mean it was just so good <laughs> it was it was such a great such a great show and yeah like i i never got bored of it no I mean, it just like it somehow just got increasingly like intense <laughs> yeah and I'm, you look back like you look back and watch the pilot episode and you forget how much actually happened in that episode. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Um, and then somehow they, you know, the writers got you to essentially root for the bad guy. <laughs> right. Like, like it was just incredible, you know, writing and and acting and by pretty much everyone, it was it was fantastic. It, yeah, th- that was an easy choice for me. Solid. Uh, movie then movie uh, for me I would go with The Dark Knight that was for me that, that movie hit me the most um, because growing up I was always a Batman fan mm-hmm. and not like not like a DC fan I just liked Batman so like I never was really into superheroes all that much but but when I was growing up, I would call Walmart the Batman store, you know? Nice. You know, that's where I got, like, my, my action figures and stuff. <laughs> so for me, um, 
the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy was like that's Batman to me. It's it's Gotham, it's dark, it's gritty. Heath Ledger's Joker is my definition of the Joker. That's um, the best Joker. It's it, that was it was such a good good film. The the opening scene is one of the best opening scenes in any movie. For me, the the whole bank bank heist. Right. Um yeah, that that movie for me is probably the the one movie that that's probably like you know really just just hit me. It was like this is exactly what I wanted. And I haven't really yeah. watched a I haven't watched another like Batman movie since then because for me that is that is what I want one I've always wanted Batman to be. Yeah. So for me that's that's it. Perfect. But what about you? Uh I actually I had other stuff on my list. And then you reminded me. I was for some reason I blanked out on the fact that Batman happened <laughs> this, this decade. Oh my god. I'm like that's that's amazing. I think um that for me though, now that I've been writing it's like Django Unchained. Yeah. I really really enjoyed Django Unchained. It was again like I'm a huge Tarantino fan. Right. And for me in the decade like it was when did that come out? It came out uh, twenty twelve. Came out twenty twelve. So back when we were, I was, we were both still in school. <clears throat> oh yeah, like, crap! What's up? Dark Knight came out in two thousand eight. God damn it! Oh no! Uh, I'm so awful, so awful at this. <laughs> I could have sworn it came out this decade. <laughs> this, de- <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what have we done? I, now that once you mentioned that you didn't realize that it came out this decade, I was like, I should probably check. <laughs> Dark Knight Rises came out in 2012. That's true, but uh, it's not it. That's see, not, that's see, not and that's one. what I thought. I was like, the trilogy definitely had a part this decade. Oh yeah. man, I gotta think about this again. This All is right. the think, worst think timeline for me. This, this really is the darkest timeline. <laughs> The Darkest oh Night timeline. Oh, God. So, yeah, I've, I just really enjoyed Django Unchained. Like, the uh, the acting was fantastic. I love the story. There's stupid quotable things from it. I just, I think when it comes to Tarantino movies, that is, that's in my top three. And... I don't know. I could I could watch it over and over again. Again, I've I have watched it many times. And it's just it's just a great it's just a great love story. It's <laughs> just a great love story. <laughs> but yeah, that that I think is probably my favorite movie of the decade. It's so hard cuz again like I watch I see so many and there's so many good ones like my favorite movie of of uh Oh my god, Get Out was 2017. Yowza. <laughs> Yowza. I had, that, I had that wrong too. <laughs> Samsonite. You're way off. 
<laughs> That's how tough it is to think of this decade. Yeah, it's rough. But yeah, I think Yeah, like a close a close second things that were in my list were like Um Get Out Uh Infinity War just because they that was like the culmination of like all Right. Of everything. All together. Yeah, so like that was like super it was super interesting. Super good. It was super interesting to, to see them mash all this stuff together to finally see where they were all coming to for all this and then for the credits to just for the screen to just go black and just be like Thanos will return <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like oh god yeah it's I don't know solid solid movies for me but yeah Django Django's my, my pick Alright, can can I change my answer? I think you actually by the rules have to. <laughs> by law. The FBI is knocking on my door right now. We uh we heard you named a movie that came out in two thousand eight. Do you even know decades? <laughs> Sir, you're gonna need to come with us. Um no, I'm gonna go with another Christopher Nolan movie though. Okay. Um because I really I really enjoy Christopher Nolan's stuff. Um, Interstellar for me oh. was a uh, fantastic movie. It was and sci-fi, you know, or I guess sci-fi. I guess kind of futuristic-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, uh, for me it was just yeah. I gotta watch that again. I think I own that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that movie, and and you know Hans Zimmer on the soundtrack, doing the score, can't go wrong well, with Hans Zimmer. You can't go wrong with Hans Zimmer. No, and he also did the uh, did the uh, score on the Dark Knight as well. So nice. So like you know, so really, I, I'm basically just picking a different version of the Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking other Dark Knight. Other Dark Knight, the Light Light, the Light Knight. Light Knight. Light Knight. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I really, I really enjoyed that. So then, song we did next. Song, yeah, song was song was next. So song of the decade. How could you possibly pick something like this? Oh God, it's rough. <laughs> it's so <laughs> rough because <laughs> there's so many songs, <laughs> so many good songs. And songs that mean more at different points right. in your life and, and emotions and, and state of mind. and uh, So, you start first. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll give this a go. Uh, Lead song. the way. Yeah, like you said, song is really hard because obviously so much music comes out. Like we talked about, just so much music comes out in a year yeah and then let alone a decade and you know so many art come and go yeah and all this stuff and then like just you know you could depend on the time of day <laughs> you mm -hmm. know what my my favorite song is but yeah i was uh i was looking at like top songs and kind of going through the list and i think my pick is house of balloons slash uh glass table girls by the weekend so okay. 
another weekend song. Weekend. And I think, you know, my big thing with this song is that I don't remember exactly when it came out, but it, uh, I don't know, it was a big deal. Like the weekend, the weekend for me was an artist that I got into, I think, like early on in college. And I just remember riding around on like breaks or whatever down back down in Racine listening to the weekend and you know the albums the few songs that he had out at the time and this was one of my favorites like the song's just really good like it's a it's slightly like slow paced and kind of but then it's one of the you know in the middle it transitions to like a more high tempo more intense kind of thing you know, I like that just because, like, I wasn't used to getting that out of, you know, anyone's music that I'd listened to yet at that point. I ended up, you know, I, I love that kind of thing. I love switches up, transitions, you know, whether it's smoothly or suddenly. And this this was one that just, like, really hit me. I was like, this is fantastic. So I don't, I don't know. that Just a lot of good memories with that song and kind of just... A thing that I don't think I'd really heard that much before, so it really it really caught me. And you know, I'm a huge Weekend fan, so I don't know. It's not all all that surprising that one of his is is my favorite of the decade. But I don't know it's it's good. It's good. It's it's good. Good. Mm-hmm. That's my answer. What about you? A song you for know, the ages. <laughs> for the ages of the decade. <laughs> I I had a song listed here, and as you were talking, I, I changed my mind. Ooh. Which just brings up your point. There's just been so many good songs, and it depends on <laughs> depends on the hour of the day <laughs> and your mood and everything and. And I was just kind of mentally trying to listen to the songs and just trying to figure out, okay, like comparing them and 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 everything, and and obviously they're both great, but but when I think of kind of the emotional aspect, the song ended up making me change my mind. Um, and it's uh, it only, it was released uh. I think back, I want to say back in like 2016-ish. Okay. Let me, let me, let me just quick check here. Um, where is it? Where it be? <laughs> where are you at, though? Where are you at? Oh, Samsonite. That was way off. 2013. <laughs> <laughs> when? 2013. Oh, okay. It's. I mean, it's still in the decade, but... I mean, it's a... Yeah. Time flies, man. But... <laughs> 2013, um, Queens of the Stone Age, uh, I Appear Missing. Oh. It's such a good song. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just, that, that entire, that entire album, uh, that they made was, was kind of made, or, or written kind of basically right after um, the lead singer Josh Homme came out of like 
essentially basically rehab or whatever. Okay. Or I don't know if he actually went to rehab, but basically he he had to change. He basically had to change his life because he would have basically died from yeah know, what he was doing. Um, and and that song kind of was like kind of the climax of of it. And it's it's just it's very it's a very powerful song. Um, I highly I highly recommend just giving it a good listen. Put your best headphones on, and just just tune everything out and just listen to it. I I am adding the whole album to my library. The whole album is great, um, but um, I would say it's probably my favorite Queens of the Stone Age album. Hmm. But but that song itself is just and it's like it's six minutes and it's like basically two parts, hmm. like the first three minutes, which when it was released was like the only part of the song that was like released or previewed. Yeah, like that was released like first, but but we knew because track listing and, and song lengths was already released, we knew it was a six minute song, but they only like put out the first three minutes. Oh. So it was like, okay, you know, like this is pretty good, but and it's leading up to something. You know, <laughs> but then, you know, it just stops or whatever. And then when they finally released like the entire, you know, six minute song, it was just like, Oh my god. Like that my that second god. part just it basically just it just hits you in like all the feels if you actually kinda yeah. listen to that song. So it, that's probably my favorite. Now that I thought about it, I was like, you know what? This this is probably the best song for me of the decade. Yeah. Even though there's there's plenty of other songs and, and another song I had, I had originally picked, but but the, this is it. Now that I think about it, don't 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 don't. So so album album. Right. I I um I'm not I I didn't pick that album and I'm not going to change my mind to that album but it <laughs> is a great album. I I will say I would I highly recommend it. But for me my album of the decade would probably be um one that came out in 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh and it was in in my opinion probably the best album by them. And it was uh, "Wasting Light" by the Foo Fighters. Ah, I absolutely love that album. It was yes. It was an album that um, they they even had a documentary that they made for that album, uh, like the making of that album. And basically, what they did was they instead of recording it in a studio. They just moved, took like all the recording equipment and just moved it into Dave Grohl's house and just recorded yeah. it there. And they recorded on um, film. You know, instead of recording digitally, yeah, they recorded on film, which not a lot of people do. And it just, there's just certain aspects to the sound you get from that. Right. And in the album itself, if you buy the physical version of the album, um, you got a piece of that film, yeah. That was included in it, so that was pretty cool. Um, I'm pretty sure mine somewhere. I remember us going to get that. Yeah, but that was uh, that's my favorite album of of the 
of the decade. I, awesome. There's not a, there's not a bad song on that album. No. <laughs> there's absolutely not. I've got I've got over I've got over five plays on every single song on that version that I've I've listened to here, which means I've probably listened to it an insane amount elsewhere. Yeah. It's <laughs> Yeah. My uh my album of the decade is when they came out um uh, let me see. Let's see if this came out, but it's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Yeah, can you repeat that? Uh, my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Oh. <laughs> by uh by Kanye West. Oh, Yeezy. Yeezy. Jesus blessed us with <laughs> with one of his one of his last good albums. Um <laughs> I'll tell you what, his his shoes are not the best of the decade, that's for sure. Oh god. They're What's so that? ugly get into I'm, it let's I'm get sorry. into it they're real I, ugly they're so <laughs> ugly for some and and full disclosure like i worked i worked at a a shoe company for or a shoe reselling company for like 4 years and basically when they for those shoes first came out and they were just extremely popular yeah and i was just looking at it, i was like what <laughs> I don't understand. They're the ugliest things I've ever seen. <laughs> um, but that's the power of a name brand. Right. You marketing people. It's that's nuts. What, that's what will get you. It's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, he uh, he came out with my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy in 2010. 2010. Um, so yeah. Started off the yeah. decade right. Oh, hey, Copper. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that Heard was you talking about Yeezy. Yeah, he did. He had to come. He had to come defend his honor. <laughs> talking about my boy. <laughs> Me and Yeezy go way back. Yep. Yeah, you old bastard. <laughs> yeah. So, fantastic album. I just remember leading up to this, there was he did this thing called uh, Good Fridays. And it was his record label, Good Music. And they he would just produce, he was just producing music. Like every single Friday, he would come up with a new free song for, I don't remember how long, but it was, it was just awesome. And then this came out and this album was just amazing. Like it had, it had some, it had some of the stuff that he was doing for Good Um, But just a fantastic like the production on it is just amazing i like i will never like no matter what kanye west does, i will always enjoy his production yeah at least. like right yeah yeah what what he pumps out production wise is just amazing and this to me was like peak kanye production and he he just did a fantastic job with everything was just hits and then he had visuals for a bunch of them. Yeah. And the the features were were amazing. Uh, just the album overall, to me, was just fantastic. It reminds me of just like a really, a really good time in music, for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And it's just, it was just great. And then for one of one of the songs, he actually made a visual, a short film. 
um, for Runaway. And so that that was like a short film that was named after one of the tracks on the album. And then the whole film was just like scored by the album. So right, yeah, yeah. It, it's super, super cool. If you ever get a chance, watch, watch Runaway. It's uh, it was just really good. I just loved it. Love the album. So good. <laughs> yeah, it's always it's always cool when an album not only is is really good musically, but then also features like additional things that complement it, like a like a little film or something, or just right or, or like art, artwork or whatever. Something that really that kind of goes beyond just the music. That kind of just blends everything together or just makes it like a complete package yeah it's always super cool and and with as we kind of mentioned how music just comes and goes a lot you ne- you don't get that a whole lot and and so moments like that in in terms of yeah that album by easy um like that's that's something you just kind of cherish yeah yeah that's uh so it's gonna have a a spot in my musical heart. Uh, you did album. Yeah, I already. think we're I think we're to the moment. We're to the moment. The moment. Moment of the decade. Of the decade. <laughs> and I and I think it's fair to probably split this one if you want. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think we should split this. So we'll do um let's do let's do personal moment first. Yeah. Let's do that. So what was what was your your personal moment? For me, I would say um I, I would say finishing off my my playing career, I would say for football, I think. Mm. Um the way it ended, um was probably more than I could have hoped for. Um, Cause for me it was, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I played more in college than I did in high school. Like for me, when high school ended, you know, I, I figured I'd probably never play football again. Yeah. At just because I just, I, I didn't really play a lot, so I'm not going to play at the collegiate level. But but I love football. And I knew I had more in me. I just didn't know if I'd ever be able to, you know, experience it. Yeah. But went to college and got the opportunity to play. And, and over the course of my time there, you know, it all built up to basically, you know, being able to 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 play and to start and and um you know make make good plays and win games and and it was um and make you make a whole lot of friends and 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 teammates and and just have a really good time and 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 basically I left high school sad kind of about you know about what happened you know playing football in a way I mean, I still enjoyed my time. Don't get me wrong, but right. but it wasn't like you know. I knew there was more left, and then 
And then after I finished in college, I thought, you know what, I, I'm, I've done what I've wanted to do, essentially. I'm, I'm satisfied with it. And, and there was a lot of good moments that I got to experience, and, and I'm, so, I'm so happy that happened. Um, so for me, I think that's, that's probably my, my favorite moment of the decade is to be able to put a good bookend to that part of my life. Yeah. Um, I know you, you've continued playing since then. Um, for me, I, I, I didn't need to, I didn't feel that need anymore. I was, I was completely satisfied. Um, and I was ready to move on to other things, but that would be my personal moment. What about you? I, uh, I think I'd probably have to say actually marrying my wife. Smart decision. Is she in the room? I mean, she's not in the room. Okay. (laughs) So this is for real people. Yeah. This means it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I met this, I met this lady and, you know, we were together for, you know, however many years before I proposed, but I mean, like proposing to her and getting married happened the same year, meeting her same decade. Well, not technically. No, no, not technically. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess it's just like, it was just like super cool. Yeah, for sure. You know, find, you know, finding the person that, you know, you know, you want to be with and wants, wants to be with you too. And it's just super, it, it, it just all worked out super awesomely. Like we love each other and everything. I mean, everything hasn't, you know, been perfect, but no relationship no, never is, is yeah. perfect. Right. But it's, it's just like fantastic to find the person that you through anything with. Right. And so like thinking back on my decade, I think like one of the smartest things I ever did was marry my wife. So sounds pretty smart. Yeah. She's, she's pretty cool. She's a, she's a ginger. So the soul stealing thing we had to deal with but, <laughs> but, <laughs> every year I have to give her just a little tiny kick on kick a ginger day. But, <laughs> but you know, that's, that's us. That's our relationship. Right. But yeah, it's been good. She's fantastic. She's super supportive of everything. I, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for anything better. So that, that was good. And the day, the day itself was, was fun. And, well, except for a DJ. He's a dick. The DJ <laughs> was a dick. Didn't play enough uh, weekend. You know, he asked our <laughs> guests for his money. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, he, at some point he was asking, like, our guests for, like, the money. Kinda. He was like, oh, I sure hope someone's going to pay me. Or whatever. <laughs> it's like, okay, how about you shut up? That's why I gave his tip to a random bartender kid. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's funny. Yeah, that uh, that was great. I think I think Catherine and I did a great thing. We accomplished a thing there, and it's it's been it's been going well so far. I mean, we've been married for four years now, just recently. Four years already. Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. It just seems like it was just the other day that we were getting married. Packers game was in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But yeah, that's that's my personal my personal moment. Uh, 
for like a general moment of the decade, it's it's hard to think of things that have just happened, not necessarily things that have right. to me. Right. Because there's been a lot of things that has happened. Yeah. So I don't know. It was it was tough. I think the first thing that came to mind, um, which I actually think I'm just going to go with, is the Packers winning. Winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I just I just remember it happening, and it's it's a big deal. We won it. We're world champions. We're world champions. Yes. And we well, and they won it when we were in college too, which makes it kind of more fun. Right, which like it was super fun, and I I swear like every single party or any opportunity we had after that was just like, oh yeah, Packers won the Super Bowl. Packers won the Super Bowl. <laughs> we lit off fireworks. We did all the stuff. Like, like it was it was the best. Yeah. So I don't know. I I just I loved that as a moment. Yeah, uh, that was fun. <laughs> that was just that was just a lot of fun for I guess me personally, but. But yeah, in general, I think it's always good when you're, when you don't win them all the time, it's always and then, right <laughs> to win one. <laughs> right. For sure. Yeah. And, and definitely the, it seems like the Patriots make it seem a lot easier than it really is. Right. So. Yeah. What about, what about you? What's your, what's your moment? Moment of the decade in general. Yeah, I, I, I thought about the same thing. I, I thought about, um, you know, the Packers winning the Super Bowl. I thought about the couple of times that the Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup. Um, and all the, all those times were right up there for me. Um, but I, I think I, I, I decided to go away from sports for, mm. for this one for me. Um, even though I enjoyed all those times and those were really cool moments this decade um but but they are kind of for me i i think they're more those are kind of more personal moments too in a way because they're based on fandom Mm -hmm. so i i decided to think of of one that was more in general for the human race i guess Mm. and and when i saw a couple years ago when I saw the live feed of two reusable rockets landing down on earth at the same time, I thought, Oh my God, like the future is happening. Like we're actually making strides in space development and i mean we haven't been to the moon in you know since 1970s right yeah yeah we've we've sent rovers to mars which is super cool but like now it finally seems like we're making that push within our lifetime here right to send humans to another planet yeah looks like we're we're going to be sending them to the moon again fairly soon and then eventually mars but like that whole 
that whole idea of not just building rockets that are sending stuff up into space to the space station or rovers to Mars, but but making that next step in like how can we reduce the cost of space exploration, making things reusable, right? And and, and just that was really cool. That was a very um, just jaw dropping jaw dropping moment for me. Was yeah, just that was seeing that was those actually, two rockets. I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> yeah, that was actually one of the ones that that I thought of too. Like, yeah, for for like a general, like you said, more humankind standpoint, like that's that's just amazing. Like, just to and it's not only like yeah, we we could send stuff places and that's great but you know all of you know all of our our sci-fi our futuristic stuff you know it's all been like reusable or like maintainable like things that things that last you know like you're gonna fly you're gonna fly a thing to a place and you're gonna reuse it you're not just gonna you know kind of ditch giant chunks of it and and then never you know be able to use them again it's kind of like a more sustainable and you know it seems like we're getting closer to that thing Right, like where yeah. you could end up going like, out and and going places and being able to come back, or at least be able to, like you said, reuse things. You know, be good stewards of the planet we do have. It just that, uh, that's it just cool. made it seem like we were we were making progress towards that. Yeah, where prior to that it was kind of almost just same old kind of story. Yeah, but then that happens, and and rock. I mean, rockets are it's rocket science for a reason, right? <laughs> right. Like people don't just say it's not rocket because rocket science is actually easy. Rocket science is is ridiculous. <laughs> and yeah, to to launch something and then to have those boosters basically turn around and come back down to Earth and land them successfully on. Some freaking platform in the ocean. And yeah, and moving water. And moving, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, it's, uh, well, not only that, but then, but then we went beyond that and then landed two at the same, basically at the same time. Yeah. You know, it's not like one after the other, which still would have been cool, but it's literally like just synchronized landing. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is freaking sci fi. This is awesome. So, for me, that that was my moment of the decade. Nice. That's, uh... Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting times. It's quite the time to be alive. Quite the time. For sure. It was a good, good year. It was a good decade. Hopefully 2020 will usher in a new version of both yep so yeah, I, we, can, we can get started on the best of list yeah for the time yeah <laughs> right <laughs> maybe make it easier on ourselves and actually just right. <laughs> throughout the year take notes like we really like this song yeah oh it might you know might be good to do that but i feel like we're going to be in the same situation yeah come the end of 2020 but i think with that Happy New Year, Ryan. Happy New Year, Clay. Happy New Year to everyone listening. Hope everything that you 
strive for in terms of goals gets accomplished this year. Yeah, get out there, get out there and make it happen. You know, it's uh, it's up to us. We'll 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 get it done. We'll, get we'll it do done. it together. <laughs> Teamwork it makes the dream work for sure. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Binary Brothers Podcast. We can't wait for you to tune in next time. But until then, make sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and BinaryBrothersPodcast.com.